Hello, today's episode is with an old friend of mine, son of Anders, who is a musician, guitar player based out of the Houston area. He and I are old friends going way back to college, and he came on the show today to talk about all of his releases he has done this year. So last year we talked about his release Shadow Blooms, which is an EP that was released to all the main streaming services, and since then he has, what is it, five more releases. He has Philosopher Queen, Beat a Knot, Me and You, Priestly Folk and Peter's show and we talk about all of his music we talk about his philosophy behind music we talk about the idea of folk and folk music and what this means and what this means to him expressing ideologies through music all sorts of different things like that and we just shoot the shit and have some fun but before we get to that Please remember that I, as a podcaster and musician, operate on a value-for-value model, which means that I rely on you, the listener, to respond to the value that I provide to you, whatever that is to you. You get to decide how much value you get from my content, either my podcast or my music or anything like that. And then I ask that you respond in kind by providing value back to me. And there's a few ways to do it. There's a few ways to do that. Probably the easiest is give a like, leave a comment, subscribe, interact. I love interactions. I love developing a community around my work. Um, uh, the next easiest is probably to donate uh, currency, either Bitcoin through the QR on the screen or Venmo through the other QR on the screen. Or if you like my content and would like to support it on a monthly basis, you can sign up for my Patreon below. And there's different tiers where you get access to sort of different perks. The lowest tier, you can submit topics or questions for me to discuss on the show. Other tiers, you get full concert videos of all my concerts. You get kind of backstage content, all sorts of things like that. All right, on to the show. Welcome to Music in Mind. Music in Mind. Well, hello, everybody. I'm here with Son of Anders. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Guten Morgen. Yep, yep. Is this, what, 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 what number is this on the podcast? Are you third, fourth, third? Um, man, I don't know. I was on once with my brother, right? Right. That was the first time. Were you called Son of Anders then? <laughs> uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just question. mean, did I, do we call you that on the podcast? I, maybe not. Um, I think. I don't know. I think so, because I think it was like 2017. That's when I started doing the whole pseudonym. <laughs> oh, right. Because yeah. there is something a little bit funny about Mark Anderson and then Son of Anders. Yeah, I know. Sitting next to each other. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> I should have a cape. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Back when we, I recorded it so badly, too. Did the audio on that with the, right. there was that stupid fan in that room in in humanities the whole right, show right right <laughs> yeah no uh, yeah I can't even remember what type of mic you used but uh, I feel like this one oh Is, uh, but you had two was it just one I have two I have two it of them not that it matters oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, I didn't I didn't have the nice uh, windscreen on it so. oh yes I like yeah, I was like <laughs> oh, yes. blowing on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I'm here with Son of Anders, veteran yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Music in Mind podcast. So yeah, welcome. Welcome to the show. How's, how's life? Thank you. It's good to be back. Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> yeah, you were on about a year ago, right? Almost exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, but I was trying to think because I've released... A lot of um, music. Uh, yeah, well, at least some since then, yeah. 
Because yeah. I think I, the last time I was on, I was we were talking about Shadow Blooms. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I have quite a bit since then. Um, but yeah, I guess it was about a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just can't get rid of me. Right. <laughs> and just like that that shadow. That right. 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 Well, you took you took a, you took some time off, 2017, and then 2021. But yeah, you released a lot of music. You, See, that's what. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was. It's been. It's been a good year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like what three singles and an, and an EP. Um, more than yeah. That? No, no, yeah, that's good. Wow. Well, I have it right in front. I'm looking right. Oh, there, so. <laughs> I was like, okay, don't don't give there? me too much credit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. Yeah, because it was uh, um, no two EP, uh, an EP, an album. And then uh, I think three singles. Oh, okay. So did yeah, that was the one that I'm philosopher queen. I'm looking at it, and I was like, queen. oh, was that before or after? Yeah, philosopher queen, and then I did, um, uh, which has three songs on it. And then I did uh, beat a knot, and uh-huh. then me and you, M E A N D U, and then. Well, this is very exciting for people, I'm sure. It's great. Just keep keep going, keep going. <laughs> this is this is this is some good radio. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Just lists. People love them. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and then uh, and then uh, Priestly Folk was the album, which is five. I guess it's an EP by Spotify standard, but you nice. know who are they? Who do they think they are? <laughs> um, and then uh, and then yeah, this most recent one is Peter's show. Okay. This, one, uh, this most recent one, which I guess came out maybe a week ago, uh-huh. uh, is was sort of an experiment because I just I wrote it probably three weeks ago, so it was really oh cool put together pretty quickly. Um, yeah, yeah, and then uh, Priestly Folk was kind of a combination of new and old stuff, like March in the Street was a song that I wrote in 2017 and released three songs, and then uh-huh. took it down. It was Act One had. Nice. Yeah, but anyway, cool. Who cares? Who cares? Well, I mean, you're, you're here to talk about your music and all that. Maybe whatever, I don't know. man. Whatever. <laughs> Peter's show. It's funny when I read your titles, mm-hmm. you saying them, I is is really different than what I was reading. Because really? priestly folk, like I have this, like it's almost like a shaman in mind. Oh, but then when you right. say you say priestly folk, like it's a bunch of priestly people. Yeah, it's folk that. Uh, are of like uh, you some people might look at like they're priests yeah because that's yeah that's where it can it comes from a line in Den of Thieves oh okay uh, like you know I won't believe Galileo because priestly folk said he's a kook yeah nice uh, I see know. I see getting spicy uh, yeah don't tell anybody okay? <laughs> between me yeah. and you and you right know. Well, so the folk distinction is that that one's interesting to me. Do you where do you put your your music in terms of? I don't know. It, no, it's a great question. It's every time I upload stuff because I just use CD baby, right? Uh, and they, you know, I have to fill it yep. out. Of yep. What is the type of song? Um, and I always don't really know what to put. I put yeah. folk, a sing, singer songwriter. Right. Oh, dude, I hate uh, that. I hate that distinction, yeah. though. It's such a like such a weak sounding like singer song. Like I hate yeah. it, dude. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Jack I'll Johnson, eat. banana pancakes. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I mean, they're pretty comparable, I would say. Right. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So like, what do you what do you use actually when you upload? Well, I mean, it's tough. It's a, so with Sap and Claw Elixir, I have the same problem. Um, 
we've been we've we've been saying folk punk a lot lately, hmm. which oh, is kind of like, like an annoying distinction. <laughs> <laughs> like we're punk, but yeah, yeah. But um, it's like we because we're not a bluegrass band. We don't play real bluegrass. Uh, we play like acoustic instruments, but I put distortion on my banjo and like I don't know. And then we have fudge the fed, you know. Right, right. So. I don't know. It's kind of punk. <laughs> yeah, I li- but no, I like I like uh, folk punk or punk folk. Um, yeah, I like that. I I was playing around with alternative folk, but then it's just like alternative just has all this baggage now. You I know. know. What I mean, alt. <laughs> just also, like... alternative folk maybe sounds douchier than folk punk, even. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> alternative folk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, I'm alternative folk. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Not, not quite as mainstream. Here's my uh, satchel. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know those, uh, yeah, I don't remember. But I, I know what you, I, I tried alternative folk too. I mean, it's all, because actually the thing is like we, all the music that we grew up listening to is all like in the alternative realm. So that's all in there. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but then it's acoustic. That's sort of how I came to that right. idea. Although I don't even think I would, yeah, I don't even know what alternative is though. I guess that, like when you say alternative, I think like blink 182, some point sure. one. Yeah. Um, but I'm certain, I, <laughs> I certainly wouldn't put my music as an acoustic version alternative if you will sure so, right yeah so my argument is falling apart right your argument my eyes. <laughs> yeah i don't know everything is just coming <laughs> undone but the, the folk side is actually the more interesting side to me though hmm. because i can so i have like a like an overly pedantic way of thinking of folk music like mm-hmm. i think really folk music shouldn't be by the way you would of by course way, i do. no would. i know i piss people i get arguments about this one <laughs> That's good. Maybe I'll piss you off. I, uh, yeah, I'm already angry. Dantic. <laughs> yeah. I'm furious. You're good. I don't even know what that means. Oh, dude, that'd be funny. Continue yeah. to use words that people don't mean. Yeah. As, as a side note, I, I got a, the, the, the bass player in my band, Sap and Claw Elixir, had brought up this thing that sticks in my mind all the time about Marcus Aurelius. And he was saying that correcting people's pronunciation or correcting them by the words they use, saying like, oh, that word doesn't mean that, is like a third rate thing to do. And you should never really do that. And that shows that you're like a low class thinker. He wrote about this in his meditations. Yeah, right. And then he would say that basically all you should be doing is trying to understand what they mean. It doesn't matter what words they're using. And you're like mm-hmm. displaying your own <laughs> fake elitism. So I think no, about I think this. Kanye was kind of making that point in one of his rants recently. Oh, really? Well, maybe he's a big Marcus Aurelius guy. It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> I think about it all the time, though, because I feel like I have a tendency to do that. And it's like, ah, oh, man. <clears throat> but anyway. Um, no, yeah, I think uh, I know. I don't actually think I do that a lot, but I know a lot of people that do that. I guess maybe I do. I feel like everybody probably does that. But I mean, I, I haven't yeah, noticed I you do it a lot. I was just a. It is. It is kind of a yeah, because it can come off very uh, patronizing. Right. It's also a weird way of controlling a conversation to keep it at whatever you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but folk. 
So to do oh. that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I always think of folk music as being like the idea behind it is it's music of the folk. It's sort of like unowned music, and so like real folk music doesn't even you don't know who wrote it, mm. or it doesn't, it, or whether you know or you don't, it doesn't matter who wrote it. Yeah. See, yeah, and I almost put that in like, uh, yeah, no, I, okay, yeah, I would agree with that. I'm trying to think like, uh, yeah, House of the Rising Sun. Actually, okay, so this is a little bit tangential, but, you know, you might have an interesting opinion about it. Because uh, I was actually thinking, uh, I've been doing House of the Rising Sun on this topic uh -huh. for a while, and it is a traditional, you know, it's like right. an American folk song. Right, right, No, You know, it doesn't have an author. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it is in the public domain is the point. So mm -hmm. I might do a recorded version. But if I did, like, uh, if I comped on House of the Rising Sun by the animals. Right. Other, can you, I guess the question basically is, is a chord picking pattern copyrighted? Oh. Is that a copyrighted thing? I don't know. Um, but do you know if it is? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I was going to just play it safe and not even use it and, you know, just do my own thing right it, was, it got me wondering about that but anyway it gets in all this philosophical mumbo jumbo about you know what is the song and blah 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 and then you know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i mean the copyrightable thing is crazy with music it's such a confusing topic yeah i mean i don't know do you do you remember joe diedrich from from did mm -hmm. we talk about this last time on the podcast <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't remember but yeah i mean he used to listen. he <laughs> he he used to talk about how he was anti-intellectual property as an idea and i remember that 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 like that's very threatening to some musicians but it's a yeah. very it's a very strange idea because it's like what you're talking about about a picking pattern or a technique if you right. start copywriting things like that you're actually telling somebody else like movements that they can't make with their body. Right. Which is yeah, really no, odd. Yeah, I agree. It's in a, it's in this weird territory of uh of property, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um but I agree. It's sort of an important thing of income for musicians, so Right. It is good there is some kind of enforcement, but uh, I would say I lie on more of the spectrum of... Anyway, I don't know if this is entertaining, but I lie more on the spectrum of uh, liber... I'm more of a libertine about it, but, right. but I don't... You know, I'm not getting my bread and butter from it, so... Right, right, right. I mean, not that getting any bread and things. butter, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bread and butter right, that right. is being had right now. Yeah. Based off of my music. Well, your music is probably copyrighted through something, though. Yeah, the, it if is. If you're putting no, it, it up is. through, like, DistroKid it or is, CB, but, CD Baby or yeah, something. Yeah, but it's not, like, substantial streams. That was the joke. Right, right. Yeah, I get, yeah. I get it. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> it was a pretty good one. So how would you feel about somebody using your music? I don't care. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I like to say I don't care. And right. yeah, I, I would like to act that too. Right. <laughs> That's right. what I would hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but folk, so would you, <laughs> your music as folk, as priestly folk, the, the priestly folks. Right. Right. But yeah. it's not characterizing the music type. That's, I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why I was saying it was interesting the way you said it, priestly folk. Mm. It was like, oh, you're talking about the people, not the music. Right. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yep. That's cool. So is, is, yeah. we, is all the music on that, that EP, as, as Spotify would call it, sort of yeah, pushing in an ideological direction? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe? Do you <laughs> want to talk about me. that? <laughs> uh, 
Well, I do like to leave it a, li- a little ambiguous. I think it's right. kind of obvious that it's pushing uh, some ideas, and mm-hmm. it, there's an irony that's in Den of Thieves. Um, excuse me. I don't want to burp in the, you know, into yeah. the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'll just capture it and then use it yeah, as a yeah, drop in. <laughs> this yeah. is this is some good some good TV. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh um Yeah, I mean like Monkey Rule, I think I wrote after the, you know, it sounds I don't know, it sounds kind of pretentious, but you know, I wrote it after the Ukraine invasion, right? Mm. It's just about war, you know, how it sucks and we shouldn't do it, right? <laughs> so, dude, everybody I love how you just you, still <laughs> you have this you have this highfalutin idea, like you, you write a song which is already like this very metaphorical thing to do and you have yeah. an ideology behind the song. You talk about it and you just put it down and you just mm-hmm. drag it into the muck and you're like, "Eh, it's to. just a silly idea." You just have to co- <laughs> You know, you have to really categor- uh, condense these things right. into the most palatable form. <laughs> You're like, and, war uh, sucks. War sucks. <laughs> war, what is it good for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, it's just based off of that kind of thing. Uh, so it's pushing a message there, uh, yeah. I suppose. And then, um, and then Color Gray is, yeah, it's just about... Yeah, just uh, reality is <laughs> being weird right now. But I think everybody sort of feels that. Yeah. And uh, and then Den of Thieves is, yeah, it's about inflation and, you know, money <laughs> stuff. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, March in the Street uh, is just about, uh, I mean, this is going to sound, this is going to sound very, very uh, douchey, Anthony. So okay. Please prepare yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's about loving somebody so much. <laughs> That you want to march in the street for them. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Nice. Right? It's very powerful. Right. And that and, sounds uh, douchey because of, like, it just sounds like a douchey thing to do. Because or of that's... everything. Because of the way I said it. Because of, you know, just <laughs> everything about it. I see. And then, um, and then uh, Miles Adrift is just about heartbreak. So. Mm. <laughs> So that's interesting that you get to the, the the emotional at the end. It's like it actually moves towards the emotional. Yeah, and I, it's actually two. It's recording that's two years old. I recorded it two years ago, which you miles know, adrift. What was going on for me two years right, ago? Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. So it's about all that stuff that right. you know I'm not gonna go into. Yeah, but um, but, uh, but yeah, it's about all that stuff. And I re- recorded it, you know, and I was thinking about not using it because. Uh, I do feel like I've gotten uh, to be a much better singer in two years from mm-hmm. a variety of reasons we could talk about if you want. But um, and just recording also just getting better at recording, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I did ultimately decided to use it because it, you know, it was emotional. Uh-huh. And, and are you playing piano on blah, that? Blah, 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 blah. Yes, I am. Okay, so, so it's it, all you. It, it sucks, is, that's why. It doesn't suck. <laughs> it does. Okay, is, is all of it you? <clears throat> yes. So there's no there's no other musicians brought in? No. Not no. like a shaker player brought I in? I can't afford the lawsuits. Right, right, that's yeah. a good point, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sure? it's, sh- it's shitty. I mean, it's interesting that you, call, you, you put your music down so much, you call it shitty. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, you're really selling it. I didn't it. say that. I don't. I did not swear, sir. Didn't? <laughs> oh, sir. yes, sir. <laughs> I did not. Oh, I could have sworn you did. Uh, I did I swear that you to. did. Yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, you so did swear that I did. That's yeah. true. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. But that's no, that's uh, also interesting. Yeah. On on the most the most uh, emotional song or the most personally emotional song is also the one where you're you're playing an instrument that you're less comfortable on. Yeah. No. I mean, that's, I'm actually very interested in that. That's that's. I'm a, trying to be vulnerable, Anthony. No, seriously, it's it's huge. <laughs> I think about this all the time in my music. I'm terrible at being vulnerable in my music. Yeah. And I noticed that like, the bass player in Sap and Claw, much mm-hmm. better at being vulnerable, and his tunes do way better than mine by like a lot. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. No, I think. Uh, yeah. No, I think you got to do it. Uh, yeah. I think that's what people want. Uh, it's like that thing where, like, you kind of respect somebody that's going out on a ledge and, like, I don't know. Which, I mean, not, maybe respect isn't the right word, but uh, uh, Andrew Schultz kind of talks about it. Like, uh, people like to see people walk through fire. Yeah. You could, you, could, uh, you know, because it's like a value test or something. Yeah. I don't know. We're, we humans are weird, right? We're weird. And so we're always calculating weird stuff about people. And so there's some kind of value calculation <laughs> that we do on public figures to test whether they're worthy of the spotlight. Yeah. This is the idea. Um, and so vulnerability, right? If you're vulnerable, I don't know. I don't know. This is just. Dude, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> don't, I don't cut know. yourself off. <laughs> <laughs> vulnerability is kind of, you know, a way to do that. People value that because you can be attacked and be called, right. you know, douchey, as I've pointed out. That's right. the most I've sworn on this podcast. Okay. Now, okay all right. You know. All right. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> what I like about what's happening is the closer you get to being vulnerable on the podcast, you're like, <laughs> take yeah, a quick yeah, lefter. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. It's going to end up all over the, the interwebs. If I right. Can. But you have all this guitar technique that you've built up and you're talking about your singing getting better. Thank you. Right. I mean, uh, like this, this, this album, EP, whatever it is. Uh <laughs> Priestly folk, right? <laughs> These priestly folk, right? That you're describing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have all this technique that you've built up. It's it's kind of like we're talking about this walking through the fire. You like display mm. everything that you've oh. done, your work up to the point, and then it culminates in something that technically is not nearly as high level, but you're yeah, like finding your way that. in. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah. Mr. It's great. Crawford, I should write your liner notes. I agree. <laughs> I might take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, well, actually, though, you lost me at the end, I'll be, if I'm being honest. Can you repeat okay. the end? The second. Oh, one? like you. Wait a minute. Were you talking about. <laughs> like you, I lost you like you lost focus or you didn't, I, under, I you didn't agree? I lost the point. I wasn't, I wasn't understanding the point that you were making. Oh, 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 oh. Well, so we, I, I don't know quite what, like walking through the fire can have multiple uh, meanings. It could mean like a trial of some sort. I feel like it sort of does, like testing your, your strength and your resilience or something like that, right? And I feel like building technique is sort of that. It's like a test of focus, and it's a test of all sorts of things. I mean, technique is weird in, like, how we build it up and and what it even means, because it's like building patterns, but it's also opening... In theory, it should be opening up uh, new avenues of creativity and all sorts of things like that. In theory. But that's another discussion we could have that I do want to have. But no, no, right, no, so, I see what you're saying now, though. Yeah. Right. And so, and so through that, you break through and actually allow 
creativity to come out in a way that is not technical anymore. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because you're so comfortable with it, you're not thinking about the technique. Right. Ex exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 I would. Uh, yeah. I would agree with that because I do feel. I mean, but this is the problem. I would say with me is that I always feel. <laughs> I kind of have. A, in some ways, I feel like unrealistic view of my playing because I'm always uh -huh. happy with it on some level. I'm. I, it's weird. I'm happy right. with it, but I'm also not happy with it, which is why I keep practicing and trying to uh -huh. get better. But I do like the way I sound often right. at each point. So the point is that I've put, you know, yeah, the Priestly Folk, which was at, I feel like I've, as you said, have been working on a certain sound and have gotten it really well mm -hmm. crafted. Uh, and so I put out some songs that was kind of just featuring that technique and I feel happy about it. Um, but we'll see in two years, I might look back on it and feel like, oh my God, what the heck was I thinking? It sounds like absolute, you know, whatever, because I kind of feel, I mean, you know, cause we're always progressing somewhere. Right. right. I don't know. Cause that's the hope. But what, yeah. what is your relationship you. with your old music? Uh, it's good, honestly. Yeah. Which is why I kind of halted at the end. Cause right. uh, it's not like I listened to all this stuff. Uh, I don't listen to it and think it's like the best thing ever, but uh, yeah. I will listen to it and I'll be like, okay, this was, you know, better than I expected it uh -huh. to be coming back. Uh, the stuff that's actually on Spotify. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I have stuff going back to like 2009 when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that shit, I'll, I'll listen to it. I was just like, wow, <laughs> I, could, I could literally put out an album of a progression of my voice through puberty. Right. Which is, <laughs> I, I might do. That's great. And then you should yeah. do a classical guitar album, too. Yeah. 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 Through the All live time. recordings from Morphe Hall. Oh, my goodness. Was it Morphe? Oh, it was Morphe. Was, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was Murphy. Mur it was Morphe. That's yep. right. Man, yep. it's all coming back. <laughs> it's great. Our, our, our duets, our trios. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were working on a Ron West, too. I remember that. Way to do. I did it. No, yeah, yeah. I did it for the... Uh, the concerto competition. competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did Dude, that's do quite a feat. No, I never did uh, it. Yeah, I mean, what well, is fine. It's fine. I, I pull out that piece every now and then and I, I work on it a little bit. But Yeah, it's a fun one to play, but I can't even remember if I did the whole thing for them or if I just did one of the movements. I think you just did the second movement. Wow. Okay. I mean, I think you might have learned, though. I think it was just a one movement for the thing. Huh. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's fun. I don't. Do you play much classical anymore? Uh, every now and then. I actually think that my classical playing is better now because my musical. It's like what we were talking about, about technique opening up. I feel like I'm more open than I was when I was in college. Hmm. And so my playing is just overall better, but my classical chops are not very good. How do you feel like being more open has manifested in your playing? Like what characterizes that? I'm curious. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, because like, yeah. I understand it in terms of like being open about, you know, vulnerable lyrically. I mean, I think it's about the same thing. I think it's like getting into the music rather than uh, playing the music as an as an outsider or something. Because I feel like the the way I played in college was okay, but it was very mm -hmm. stilted, and I was I was very much playing something on the page. Versus, actually, I think it's since moving to Austin, playing in a ton of cover bands. The way that you have to learn songs 
is you really, really have to internalize the song and just know it in a way that, like, if they play it a little different in this band, you're going to have to go with that. Or if they play it a little different in this band, you have to know it well enough that you are shiftable in it. And so I don't actually like learning music unless I know it that well at this point. Mm. And so it's like I wasn't learning I wasn't learning the language of the music. I was just learning a pattern of notes kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. And do you feel like you weren't able to like really emote into the music as well? Yeah, I think so. That's kind of the idea. Yeah. Okay. I mean, classical guitar is really hard for that because there's like two sounds that you can make. Well, yeah, no, but I think that's the thing, though, is it's the pro the the nuance is it's like you take this. There is actually a lot of variation, but it's all on a very yeah. small yes, yes, sound yes. scale, which right. is it's like the nuance is everything. But there yep. is a lot of diversity. Absolutely. Listen, really. No, no. I don't. Yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to sound uh, preachery or whatever. Um, <laughs> Go <preachery>. for it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I do feel like I did because <laughs> it's like uh, classical music is kind of the same thing, only maybe more like theor. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't want to. Nah, I don't want to go down that road. Anyway, <laughs> well, it's just I don't know. It might be too esoteric. I was just I gonna see. say classical music is kind of like that, um, but maybe it's a little different. But I feel like having a little bit of a intellectual understanding about it can help. Yeah, of listening. course. Uh, but I remember I feel like I got, I was kind of came off very pretentious one time when I was explaining that to somebody. Because uh, I, really? I, I could see it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's what okay. I was saying. I don't know. We don't have to. Okay, okay, okay. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and your, your quick left turns. Well, yeah. I, the problem is it's like it's constantly, you just got to like see a thought and you go for it. But then, you know. I'm imagining riding in the car with you, and it's like you're driving along. And it's like, whoa, why did we turn? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. I used to characterize. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. No. Yes. I just took another left turn. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Well, let, let's, let's stick on the – we don't have to talk about the story, but the, the, the technique idea because mm -hmm. I feel like there's, there's these sort of opposite tropes that go around about whether like it's important to learn theory or I don't want to learn theory because it's going to make me not creative or something like that. Mm. And then I feel like the, I mean, you and I both went to, to music school and, and did all the theory and stuff. And I'm sure that it informs what we do in several ways, but do you feel, I mean, do you, do you feel either side of that argument or do you have any thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I guess I don't feel like it will, I never, the reason I kind of uh, made a sound when you said that people look at it like it would crush creativity is like, I actually don't think I ever have looked at it like that. Right. I always looked at it as like unlocking a whole world where you could, it's like a bunch of new tools and yep. now, and now you can use these tools. Cause that's kind of how I still feel like I look at music is there's still like I'll just go and play mm -hmm. kind of like I did before I knew anything about music because that's right. when I was learning guitar I didn't know all the music theory I knew uh, I know now um yeah but but then I feel like I can shift perspective and also then you know analyze what am I doing I kind of use that at, at the after I maybe right. come up with an idea mm -hmm. and then I'll analyze the idea and figure out where to go with it so i don't know yeah i definitely i guess i to answer your question i don't agree with that i i yeah 
I don't think people should look at it like that, I guess is the point. Whether I or not you have time to get into it or an interest to get into it, right? right. I mean, those are different questions. But, you know, perspective is something I think is changeable, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think the problem is people who don't go far enough with theory. I think the problem is, like, if you learn, like, these are the chords in a scale or something like that or in a key, mm-hmm. and that's all you do, and then you feel stuck because you feel like those are the only chords that are available to you, yeah, that's going to make your songwriting not very good. But if you keep going and you start to learn the connections and you're like, I have a note C, what chords can I put under this? And it's like, oh, I can put like a lot of chords. And then it's like, oh, what kind of sound do I want? I could put an A minor. I could put an A flat major. I could put a C. I could put like an F. I could put a G and have it be an 11th. Like you could do anything. And then that's when you start to see that actually it opens everything up. If you go yeah. far enough with it, I think yeah. that the, the danger is just a little bit of theory. Hmm. Yeah. Like a pentatonic scale. Cause then you're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. But like, I don't even know if I would say that's a dangerous thing though. Even if you get stuck, it's like you, at least you know that. I don't know. You can do a lot with even just that. Yeah. I mean, maybe I the people who say that it limits their creativity aren't very yeah. creative people to begin with. Ah. <laughs> uh. Now you're getting, you might be getting somewhere with that. <laughs> like they, they didn't have an idea and that's why the theory is making them stuck. Cause they don't have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but it's interesting because it's like, I don't even know if it's possible for people to not be creative because it's just sure. like the act of doing anything is you're creating that you yeah. know, even silence. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, very deep. Uh, thank you. I was going to say, I'm just a regular, um, what was his name? Marcus Aurelius. Cage. Cage. Oh, Cage. oh yeah, yeah, Cage. <laughs> Four minutes and 33 seconds. Or yeah. Something. Yep. Yep. 31. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with binaries. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, I, you know, I, either 33 or 31. You like trinaries. I don't even like that. No. Okay. No naries. No. no. <laughs> Get out Do you like yet. fuzzy math? Fuzzy math. I don't know what that is. I, I was reading about it at one point. It's uh, it's the idea that there isn't actually such thing as a true math fact. It was like it was something. It got popular in the seventies and eighties. It's something like two plus two has a very, very, very high probability of equaling four. Okay. But that everything is a spectrum. Like literally, everything is a probability spectrum. Well, okay. I mean, that's a pretty logical extension of where i think things were probably going i guess right. that's basically what that seems to be basically what quantum mechanics is, is sure you smash pro, uh, probability right. theory with uh physics yeah. um so i don't know but yeah no i haven't heard of that interesting anyway that doesn't yeah, matter no. <laughs> okay. well, now you sound like me <laughs> yeah well i don't actually know why i brought that up but okay <laughs> yeah so I, mean, I thought it was because of my song, "Me and You." Me and you. I okay, well, it. tell me about that song. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was like great me, transition. Meandu or or mean. I actually knows. had no idea how to pronounce it. Me and you is okay. Yeah, I don't know. I was just. Did you to... make the cover art for it? Yes. Where you're like lasering your phone, yeah. or is your phone lasering you? That's the question. Yes and yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> What's the sequence? Nobody knows. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, so ambiguous. Right. And there's uh, yeah, a yellow no, and blue. And it's good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was, uh, <laughs> I learned how to, 
<laughs> you learned how to use Illustrator, and I just went buck wild. No. <laughs> You're like, is this too much? No, keep going. No, I have an idea. Let me outline myself. <laughs> There's an outline button? No way. Yeah. I could really change the is. color of it? Whoa. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to boast too much, but it really is kind of monumental. Um, so, kind of uh, yeah, so, thank you. Uh, so yeah, me and you is the song. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for asking, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. And anyway, I brought, Who's I brought Eric? Uh, I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, Son uh, of Anders. No, yeah, sorry. And I brought this up because of a lyric, the right. fuzzy truth. Uh, pull mm. my cheek because I am tired instead of turn my cheek. You got to pull it because that's just how uh, difficult it is for me to move. You know, I'm not going to be able to turn it. It's very, very deep, Anthony. Right. Yes. Um, of the fuzzy truth and liars. So hmm. To, to, you know, counteract your, uh, your fuzzy math statement. Right. That's where I went with it. Right, right. So I, I put it back to you now. <laughs> Where to me. Are you going to take this conversation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well so, so, so tell me more about the song, though. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I use tremolo in it, talking about classical technique <laughs> stuff. Hell yeah. I open it with uh, tremolo. Um, and, uh, and yeah. Um, yeah, actually, right now, that's actually probably the most popular song uh, mm. on Spotify. Um, it, that has seemed to, of all my songs, it seemed to actually get on playlists. Uh-huh. <laughs> so not that there's many, right. um, and not that it's many listens, but it's more, um, excuse me. So, so, um, the song part of it though. So what, what's interesting is when I said, when I asked about the song, you say starting with tremolo, do you, yeah. where, it's a hard question to ask. Um, the, <laughs> the, the songwriting part of it, what I think more and more is what, what's powerful about a song is the voice. And I think actually all music kind of comes down to the voice, whether that's your voice on an instrument or your voice like with your vocal cords. It's the same thing. And all the technical stuff, that's like orchestration. That's cool. And that, that can help or not. But I feel like um it's it's kind of like what we were talking about before about being vulnerable it's like wanting to hear you in it and so this feels like another very like thought-y song uh um yeah no i think so uh yeah because it's a little bit about you know sort of people trying to control you and stuff right like that. there's a lot of <laughs> subtext right right but there. but you say it's, it's your yeah. most it's your mo- most popular how where is this song in the, on the vulnerability scale um yeah, I don't know because I think it has more. It's more has to do sonic mm. than anything. Whether sure. or not it's sonic vulnerability, I don't know. But <laughs> I think it's whatever you know. I did have somebody on the podcast once who said he wanted to have sex with sound. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we. I mean, the whole synesthesia stuff is kind uh-huh. of a interesting. Or like ASMR. That's yeah. All, I don't know much about that, but it is an interesting thing. People. <laughs> Do get aroused by sound, strangely. That wasn't my intention with this song. <laughs> but, but do you know that that's not how others are taking it? 
No, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but I don't think they would. <laughs> it's just my hypothesis. Yeah, right. right. Um, no, but I think it's I think it's just uh, the quality of the recording. I guess is what I'm getting at, um, which is probably why you know because it's I feel like it maybe is more representative of just my ability to record. Uh, oh, okay. Is my point. Um, and uh, yeah, because I feel like that's I mean, but it, I yeah yeah I don't know so. Another thing that we could talk about is uh, I've seen steady sort of increase, very steady, very, mm-hmm. very steady increase in listenership on Spotify over the past six months, which cool. I attribute actually to we were talking about uh, TikTok Live. Mm. Uh, there's just, you know, I've been doing that and right. people are listening on that. So I was about to say that Me and You uh, is popular because of just the recording, but you can get a little bit of a real time look at what people think of your songs with TikTok Live because you could just look and see how many people yeah. are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I w- it, me and you, I guess it is uh, one that people seem to like on that as well. So it's not. So I guess it is a good song. So yeah, maybe I am being vulnerable in it. I guess I don't know. Uh, I think the songs that do better, what I'm finding, are the ones that I think about the uh, the least. Uh-huh. And I guess maybe that's the vulnerability. Is right, you just let it be. To, yeah, and I haven't even really analyzed it myself. I yeah. This is the kind of weird thing. Um, maybe I should. <laughs> what am I putting out there? <laughs> no, I, I think I think that's a good point, what you just said about the, the songs that you sort of analyze or work on the least. I, I find the same. I Not even just popularity, but what I think are my most successful songs right. are the ones that come out and I'm not spending my time agonizing over them. And I have like four songs that I've been working on for months and they just get, get worse and worse every time. Dude. I, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, cause I, I like shadow blooms, which was, we talked about the last time, uh, that song I worked on for like a year uh-huh. and I should have just put it out like three months in. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, you got to be careful with that. <laughs> so, what are you gonna do about those songs then? I don't know. I don't because like I, the, the, it sucks when it's like you have an idea that you feel like is so fresh and it like works, and you get like half a song, and it's like mm-hmm. now I can't do anything else, and I'm stuck. Right. I mean, maybe there's something interesting in putting out half songs, like putting yeah. out scraps. It's interesting, but well, I mean, depending on how long the song is, I mean, you could put out half of a, of thick as a brick. But, you know, that's still a six minute song, you know? Right. Right. That's true. Or you do, you do, uh, you do the, what the Beatles did in the, the white album and start melding songs together. So you have like, like, uh, happiness is a warm gun is actually like three different songs. Is that actually how it is? I think so. Yeah. The happiness is a warm gun. And oh, there's... it kind of comes back. You mean? Yeah. yeah she's it, not a girl who right. misses, but it's a whole different. Right. I think it, it was different songs that they had that he right. hadn't finished, and he just fused them. Well, so this is an interesting point because it's actually was making me think about something. I was listening to Rick Rubin. Talk oh, oh, on the maybe. the Joe Rogan podcast with the no, actually on uh, to the Chili Peppers. He like oh okay, his, he was doing his own interviews. And he was record. Uh, I think it was maybe the Frusciante one, or mm-hmm. one of. He he interviewed all of them. Right. And it was making me think about how. And this is no, you know, this isn't anything against them, um, but it was making me think about how uh, people are kind of rediscovering things that people knew two hundred years ago in music. Like you're talking right. about with the Beatles, 
that's basically just like you have a theme in an or like in an orchestra yeah. uh, or you know an opera uh, that keeps coming back. You right. Know? It's not like a, it's it's just kind of funny anyway. Is the point because they were what were they uh, talking about? They were uh, that was making me think about that. It was um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can think about it. I'm, I'm on the spot here, Anthony. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's looking at me. Wait, wait, wait. So what what are the what are the Chili Peppers rediscovering? Well, no, um, no, it's, it's, uh, I'd yeah. like the point. I'm actually, I'm, I'm not asking to challenge your point. I'm asking cause I'm, I'm curious about, no, that's, uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm trying to remember. What, uh, uh that's what I'm trying to remember. Okay. What was it that I felt like they were, it was something that Rick Rubin had suggested they do. Oh, I think it was honestly just harmonies. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. like have Frusciante do backup singing. And it was like, it opened up this whole thing and nobody had thought about it and stuff like that. Uh -huh. I get it. Again, I'm not saying like it's not a really good idea and everything, but it's just kind of funny because it's like, it's like harmonies, of course. You know? <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, it's weird because actually the way I feel like a lot of rock musicians learn music, that's, it's sort of a secondary thought. I mean, I remember it being kind of a hard idea when I was first starting, like when I was 12 or 13, because, you know, you learn like Black Sabbath songs where the melody that the vocals are singing is literally the same thing as the guitar riff. Mm -hmm. And the guitar and the bass are playing the exact same thing. Right. And it's like only the drummer that's doing something different, really. And right. so it's like this band that's just moving in complete lockstep. So basically what you're saying is we've condensed what the evolution of like, you know, from monophonic to polyphonic that right. happened over 300 years in Notre Dame. We've condensed that in rock <laughs> music where it was just it was like, you know, monophonic. Uh, it was just octaves. Right. And right. It got all like. Complicated well, then you get to add the fifth or the power chord, you know. Right. Or yeah. the 70s was the power chord. The 80s was, you know, just Eddie yeah. Van Halen just threw it, you know, and then anyway. Wait, where's like the Eddie that. Van Halen of the, the 1400s? Uh, well, I was going to say Paganini, but that's not the 1400s. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. Hildegard of Bigum. I mean, yeah, she, yeah, I yeah. Know, Frickin... she, she shred. I don't know. She might have been 13 <laughs> or 12. Shredding or at the or at the yeah. the, the manual Whatever. organ, so, like the flute, <laughs> something. <laughs> a, a recorder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Glockenspiel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that this is yeah. a fun idea that probably doesn't hold up to that much scrutiny. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> you might have to drop it. <laughs> well, I feel no. Actually, I feel like because the thing is, there's all these forms of music that were going on in the, the 60s and 70s that were like super complex. And like funk music is very, very complex and has all this stuff. But I feel like if you trace like metal and hard rock, it does really start very, very simple and it starts to expand out. Yeah, it probably just has to do with the genre. Like every genre was in a different uh, evolutionary stage, and well, you know, because you like can keep jazz going. Was in a different place. Jazz yeah. was a much older art form in the '60s than rock was, in a way, and so it was going through its whole crazy, you know, days yeah. in the in the '60s and '70s where people were like, "What the heck is you know what <laughs> what is going on here?" Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, maybe it does hold up to scrutiny. Like now that I'm thinking about it. Like if I think about when you're saying Paganini and then you start after Paganini, after, you know, the mid 1800s, you start to get these really, really big structures that get really complex all the way to Stravinsky. That's like off yeah. the wall stuff, like with polymeters and all that sort of stuff. And you can keep going with the rock music, too. You can go from Eddie Van Halen, you can get all the shredders in the 80s mm -hmm. and then you can get like the 
the the grunge stuff that's really mm-hmm. dark and intense music all the way through like new metal and then like prog metal and gent that's like super complex with crazy rhythms and like crazy dissonances and stuff like that huh yeah uh it was yes i agree uh <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. I the agree. thing, so and then it kind of works with jazz. Although I feel like jazz didn't start that simple. Um, well, I, yeah, I don't know because I kind of think it did. It came. I feel like it came out of that like marching band stuff. Like, I feel sure. like a lot of the you know it was like that uh, Scott Joplin kind of. But that stuff's kind of complex. Like that Scott Joplin is. Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like that's that's the the big difference is like. Black Sabbath is not really complex. I love Black Sabbath. That's not to put them down at all. I absolutely love Black you. Sabbath, but it's not really complex wow. in in this, get in the way that we're talking about. This. <laughs> but Scott Joplin's this. pretty complex. I mean, it's a lot of blueses. So the structure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Remember when we did that? <laughs> did we do that? We did. Uh, really? That was our like uh, secret weapon. Yeah. I think we did it. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Wow, our you secret were weapon. Drunk. That was during the, <laughs> you know, that was when you were drinking a lot. Yeah, I don't remember those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's not an alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> yet, yet, yet. Yes, he's working on it. <laughs> but yeah, with my, my sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Dude, I've gotten really into sparkling hey, water. Is that H E B? It is. H E B. Wow. H E B is great, man. I love H E B. Yeah, they should sponsor. They should sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should. Come on, um, H-E-B. Anyway, that was <laughs> a, yeah. It's a good point. I, I feel like it does work. Maybe it's the tendency to build complexity in a system. Maybe it doesn't matter where the system starts. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly what it is. I mean, yeah, I think exactly. And that's why I was saying I feel like it's dependent upon the genre. Because each genre is going to probably start more rudimentary um, and then get more complex as it goes on. Um, has pop music, has that happened in pop music? I feel like pop well, music is less yeah. complex. Yeah, I mean, the production's much more. It is. The production's way. super complex. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But even, I mean, that's where, yeah. Even old Motown tunes and stuff are way more complex than a lot of modern pop tunes. But yeah, and I guess that's the point, though, is because it's like, what's the end thing that we're talking about is the sound waves that are coming out. Is like, how sort of convoluted are they? And I feel right. like all the effects, there's constant, there's so much, like, sure. so many changes in pop music, which is why I think it's, people like it, because it's good for the addictive mind. There's, like, all these new sounds that are coming in every, like, two beats or two bars or something sure you know what i mean yeah they're always introducing new things that you know kind of pique your interest my stuff is not like that at all <laughs> i mean it is in, in a way because yeah. it's like you know what i try to do is you know when i'm playing because it's just me and the voice so it's constantly this idea of how do you make it interesting for people longitudinally right. and like when i do tiktok live i'll do it for an hour but um uh I feel like an hour like is pushing it at that point. Right. But anyway, the, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, when you don't have a bunch of a whole arsenal of sounds in your at your disposal in your toolkit, uh, that's why you know ultimately ended up adding the percussion stuff because it's you know it adds an ability you can add yes. energy to the song by mm-hmm. adding. <laughs> I'm gonna keep adding the word "add" every yeah. time I get a you know opportunity yeah because i feel like i've used it quite a bit now um (laughs) but in addition to what i just said uh yeah i don't know anyway so (laughs) 
that's just like my opinion, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good one. I, I I feel like I'm being interviewed by like Steven Spielberg. Why? So you got the hat and the oh yeah yeah, yeah or like Michael Moore. I mean, I don't mean to. Say, I'm gonna you get know, you. I'm not saying anything, but like I feel like Michael Moore. He's he's always wearing a hat, right? Yeah. I'm not probably. saying like you know. Well, I'm all. trying to do the hat thing. I'm not really a hat. I haven't been a hat guy, but Austin is such a hat city. And there's so many good hats here. I feel just, left yeah, out. It makes, I mean, the sun is just, you know, it's more direct, I feel like, yeah. you know, or I don't feel like it, it is, or it yeah. seems to be stronger, right? It's pretty intense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like it's just more than it was in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. When we were. But there's, there's some good hats under. here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I assume I mean, Houston is similar. Yeah, no, I mean, and it sucks because it's like I would wear a cowboy hat because it actually kind of functionally makes sense yeah but i just can't like bring myself to it. i just feel like dude I, I hope i hope next time i see you you have a hat and it's those boots too like those four hundred dollar boots god no but like functionally a cowboy hat or like a garden hat it really does make yeah. sense down here to like cover the neck absolutely cover because like i will walk about 40 minutes to get to where i need to go and uh which is a very high, you know, it's just a great. Anyway, I feel like I would be very, uh, anyway. But uh, <laughs> this this part, because I like to wear V-necks, okay? Oh, I see, I see. I like to wear V-necks, but now, you know, you get. Yeah, I, I think I will sue you about that, yeah. You should. No, no. <laughs> I take it back. Strike <laughs> it. Um, yeah. yeah, so anyway, so it functionally makes sense. Covers a greater area. Mm -hmm. Text, rather, whatever. Sure. And, uh, yeah, but I can't do it. I yeah. won't do it. Anthony, I will not do it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Make it. Mr. Moore, you cannot make Mr. me. Okay? Mr. Moore. Mr. Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love All right. Fahrenheit 9-11, but it's just, it's too much. It's okay. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Anyway, uh, so you were you were talking about your your TikTok live. So I'm actually I'm, yes. interested, I'm <laughs> yeah, back, back back to, to business. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm gonna keep I'll grill you on this. Wow. I'm gonna catch you. Ask you a gotcha question. Um, no, but so your your presence as a musician is interesting because it's almost entirely online, right? Mm-hmm. But there was a time where you were you were out doing open mics. I was. And In DC. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. Three long years, and in Wisconsin, I played. The people didn't come. Uh, right. <laughs> no, so, 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 your your model for for how you release music <laughs> and how you make music. That's yes. Well, that's what I'm interested in in, in your thoughts on live versus online and mm -hmm. and building an audience and all that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like uh, the live. You can build an audience online. I think. Right. Uh, that's my opinion, and that's sort of yeah. I would say what my <laughs> what I'm aiming to to prove. Right. But uh, but that's not to discount. Like I feel like the end goal is always live. The end goal is always to be able to play live. Right. Um, and so like if I could build an audience big enough to go and say I'm going to play somewhere and people actually show up, that is ideal. I mean that's right. ideal. Um, but I do feel like, because it's all just marketing and getting people to know your name. And uh, I think playing live helps legitimize yourself, though. I mean, you know, yeah. too. And also, like, again, if you get an audience online and then you go and play live and you suck, people aren't going to come back. Right. Um, in my case, I feel like I've played live enough that, you know, 
I know how to play live, uh-huh. but it's mostly just the, it's a logistic thing. I would play live more, but I don't have a car. I mean, you know, right. this. I'm just like I'm, a, I'm kind of just basically a hermit right now right. for the you know reasons I won't get into. But you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but very very important reasons. Yeah. yeah, like I don't own a car, and it's in Houston, and it's like you can't really walk places. And there's, I mean, there's transit, but yeah. I don't know anyway. And I don't have a lot of like time. So yeah, so the point is, TikTok Live is a great thing in that sense that I can just in between doing something. I can just go into my closet where I have, you know, a very extravagant light. You, that's uh, great. You're a hermit, and then you further cloister yourself. Yes, dude. I very much like uh, it to be enclosed. It's weird. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Autistic or something. You have, Don't like, compression blankets. Don't you judge stuff. me. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. My language now, Mr. Moore. Sorry. I'll go back to Antushka. Good. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, so anyway, um, what was I talking about? You go into your closet and record TikTok live. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, man. That's okay. Really, that's yeah, it. So, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just, I'll, yeah, I'll go TikTok live for like an hour or 30 minutes, uh-huh. however long. And, uh, and yeah, it's helped. I feel like it's getting really dark in here now. Um, okay. All right. It, it's okay. Don't look at me. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Beautiful. Now it's really bright. Thank yeah, thank you. It's good. Um, I'll put on my glasses. <laughs> Great. We had, a, we, had a, we had a costume change. I'm a transformation. I'm a different man. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll do that. And, uh, and it has helped. I mean, it has actually translated into listenership on you know right. whatever the places the streaming platform and then when when is the step to go back to live then like how how do you uh, see that that transition i think about this all I the time i don't really see it because i mean you know this is like i'm not really doing it right it's like if 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 people listened i would love it if people listened but people don't have to listen it's like i'm gonna keep doing it right and i'm just putting it out because i'm doing it right. uh and uh but it's you know if nobody ever listens it's fine and so it's i guess the point is it's like i don't have a gauge it would it would be it would have to be a lot of people i guess is the point before i would go out and play live i would need to have a car maybe it doesn't even need to be i think i just need to have a car that's probably what it is (laughs) so okay so so what you're saying is that we need the listeners of this show to get together yes and buy you a car and a parking space we need to get Three million people to listen, and that'll translate to, or it doesn't even to be. So, one million listeners is about three thousand dollars, maybe thirty. Sure. Three thousand. Or, or twenty thousand listeners could just donate a dollar each. Or twenty. You know, to be safe, let's be safe. Thirty thousand. That makes too much sense. That makes too much sense. (laughs) That's probably easier, actually. Uh, I disagree. (laughs) A dollar? Wait, wait, why? Well, I'd rather have the listeners. How about that? I see. How about that? Well, I'd rather have the live show with the car. Oh, interesting. Okay, so don't don't give him the dollars. Give me the dollars. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You can have the dollars. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, um, and that's kind of the other thing is too is like, uh, yeah, it would be great to play live, but I'm not doing any of this to make money. It's just right. to, you know, it would be great, but it's not for that. So yeah, there's not a lot of planning. When you said model. I laughed a little bit because it's mm. like, 
I wouldn't say it's modeled out very much. <laughs> but I feel like, so the reason I ask you that is I feel like your online presence is, m it at least appears to be more calculated than mine. I feel like I try a lot and I spend a lot of time on it, but it's mm. not, it's not as directed. And like what you're saying about TikTok live for an hour, like you kind of have a regimen that seems to be doing uh, what it's intended to do. Also, like I hate performing like to my phone or something like that. And so like, that's also good practice in the same way that doing open mics can suck, but it's also like, there's the cutting your teeth. There's the practicing performing on stage and it's a different kind of practice performing on a live stream. And I'm actually really bad at it. Yeah. Oh, you think it's cause that's, that's actually an interesting thing. What do you think is different about it? Cause, uh, you know, it has actually been, I guess it's been a year since I've played live uh -huh. no, uh, maybe seven months. I played in December of last year. Oh, cool. So more than seven months. But anyway, um, why do you think the difference is? Actually? Well, I get more nervous if I'm performing on a live stream because I can't look at anybody and it, it doesn't feel like anybody's there, but wow. there is somebody there versus it's a little bit like the like what you've talked about when we, when we were like floating ideas about doing stand-up comedy and just the ability to comment on what's going on and see somebody's reaction and look at them and be like, Oh, that sucked. Right. And like, look at them and they'll be like, yeah, that's that like releases tension right there. Cause that's a real interaction. Right. Interesting. No, I mean, cause I think I'm the opposite. I think I'm, but I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting well, because I think that cutting your teeth on stage is finding out how to be like that. Because, like, well, back back to music school, we'd go up on stage and, like, we'd pretend to be at ease, but we'd be nervous as shit or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Or I would be. I don't, but anyway. And then you'd, like, you'd make a joke, but, like, it, was, it didn't ever really work because you, it wasn't real. You weren't actually commenting. It was all still artifice and facade. And I feel like the comfortability on stage is is truly being comfortable just talking right right yeah yeah uh yeah and i guess get, you have to get there with tiktok live i guess is that your point you and you just yeah. it's a little bit different yeah yeah i would agree with that um but it is interesting i do think i get more nervous uh but again you've played live more than me i would say um mm -hmm. and so uh maybe the, yeah that's probably why and whereas I've certainly played more TikTok lives than you. And uh, I hold that actually above your head quite yeah, often, right. I would say. <laughs> yeah. So take that. Right. If I start doing more, you'll start doing more. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> like, he's not even a real musician. He doesn't even TikTok live. We're going to switch it Dude, up. Dude, that's going to be a statement soon. There's going to be people saying stuff like you that. You think so? Oh, my know. God. Oh, my God. Well, what about open mics? Do you feel like those... Or what do you feel like those did for yeah, you? Part of it's like, uh, you know, I did, I did them for a while, and it's like... It's just a, uh, I don't know if I, I just don't really want to go back to them right now, I guess. It's, you know, because you got, it's like, it's a big time commitment. You got to yeah. go there and you have and you to gotta wait. you got to wait forever, yeah. And you got to buy a drink and everything, you know. So anyway, yeah. it's, uh, it's not crazy, but it is like, I did it a lot, you know, for like three yep. years. And, um, and then more than that, when you count Madison, you know, and even right. working the open mics. Yeah, right. Uh, and stuff like that and yeah so there's just part of me that's like a little bit done with the open <laughs> you can only do it for so i mean yeah. i'll i'm sure i will do it again at some point but yeah preferably to just play to people that want to hear you is sort of 
where I would yes, rather. Yes, absolutely. Know. And yeah. you're always very kind to enjoy uh, to invite me to play, and I should probably take you up on it more than I do. Well, come to Austin. I'll get us a show together. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's I, I don't think about it maybe honestly as much as uh, not even that you might think, not that even that you think about how much I think about it, but as one might. <laughs> how think, much is he thinking about it? You know, like how much does he think about this? I don't think about it a lot is the point. Well, I think about the open mic thing specifically because when I first moved to Austin, I was hitting every open, I was going out every night, mm-hmm. hitting every open mic, every jam in the city that I could make it to. Like, I'd try and do like three or four a night kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Austin's nice because it's not super big and there's a lot of things like that going on. So not every city has that, like, infrastructure built. But um, I remember I got into a, a big argument with the bass player in my band about the how valuable those were because when he'd come out to visit i'd try and do the same thing with him and be like oh great like we can go do some sap and claw performances around town and this was before we were able to get paid gigs in town but now like through that i found my way up and now like i get paid gigs every week and i don't ever do open mics which was the idea like the idea is to graduate away from it that it's a way to have a stepping stone to mostly to meet people and to have people see oh he's good i'm gonna hire him yeah, no, I agree. I think it is. I actually think it's very valuable for exactly all those reasons. Yeah. Yep. So I don't discount the value of it. It's more of. Yeah. Uh, so I hope it's not coming off. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would agree with everything you just said. And and yeah, and that was one of the bummer because, yeah, I felt like I was making a lot of connections. Yeah. But I just left in D.C. when I was doing. Right. This. I mean, that that makes it tough. And Madison, too. You know, you, yep. we're building all these music connections, uh, and I'm sure you had a lot in L.A. So, yeah, yeah. and uh, and you've, you know, certainly basically had to do that, and I think it was, a, yeah, as you've already said, a smart thing to do. Right. Um, There's a trap. Sometimes yeah. people get caught in the open mic circuit forever. Yeah. I mean, I think the part about music is that you have, well, you don't have to be, but I would say it helps to to be good and be getting better all the time because like and taking taking a real and what i mean like that sounds like a stupid thing to say but i mean taking a real look at what you're playing and like Mm -hmm. like what comedians do record your record your performance and watch and be like did that work why didn't it work and like you need to actually be doing a good job that's why tiktok live is very helpful actually because i was telling you you know you can basically see how many people are watching yeah and you can see whether it goes up or down during parts of your song yeah like to the point where you like i feel like i have a good idea and also just judging like how people feel and right. like the audience feels if they're the type of audience that wants to uh, you, again you know it's definitely different than playing live but uh it, there's similar things that you know you're just you're having to pick up on a group of people's energy in one manner right yes and uh and um calculate what the best sort of way forward is with that information um so yeah anyway uh (laughs) (laughs) do you interact with people on tiktok yeah yeah well i mean what do you mean like like somebody comes on the the lives thing they're like oh hey nice plan yeah 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 they're like you suck no, yeah, mostly those people I'll talk with. I'll say, hey, stay, tell me more. Wait a minute, are there actually people who say you suck? Uh, there's been uh, one or two people that nice. have 
like, yeah, come through. Yeah, of course. I kind of wish people said that to my videos. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, because it's mostly on like when I'm doing percussion stuff, because I feel like it's just people aren't used to hearing that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so anything that is a little bit and, you know, it doesn't sound good all the time. I even feel that way, which is right. why I've sort of spent so much time trying to get it to sound good. Um, but uh, but no, most of the time, I mean, mo overwhelmingly, it's very positive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I interact with a lot of people, people, some random people drop in and just say stuff all the time. Like, Hey, most of the time it's like, Hey, this is nice and stuff like that. Um, oft, a lot of the times it's just random stuff. People will just, or a lot of times people will ask for you to play something like, you know, not even just free bird, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know, like wish you were here. A lot of people yeah. like to ask for that one. Yep, yep. Um, and then, but then there's also just a group of kind of regulars, I would say that nice you know, come through and they're who, I, you know, um, you get a group of people listening to your music regularly and then that'll help the algorithm, you know, yeah. is kind of how I look at it. Mm -hmm. um, not that I know anything special about this. I'm very, you know, I'm very small fry, but, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been noticing for my stuff. And yeah, it's all through TikTok live. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, haven't really played around with Twitch because I feel like I mean I get the impression that's more video game. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I tried to do a couple Twitch streams of like practice sessions. Say I was like practicing a jazz set for something, and I just like mm -hmm. run the set on Twitch a couple times or something. But huh. how did it? Uh, oh. Nobody watched. But I also yeah. did tend to do that at like three in the morning. So well, and I that's the thing is like I don't really uh, understand. I don't know how good the discovery algorithm is for Twitch, but sure. for TikTok Live, it's very good. Yeah. Um, so that's another reason. I haven't really played around with YouTube Live either. Right. Um, part of me doesn't like the idea that, I mean, the TikTok get they get saved but they don't get saved for public display that you know I you, see. you have to go and get them if you want them. Uh, whereas I feel like they are automatically displayed after like a YouTube Live. Oh, right, right. You, you'd have to turn it off or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I might play around with that. I don't know. But yeah, the, the virtual live is interesting. It's a, it, we live in a weird world. You know, do you, have, do you get worried about, about TikTok as a platform or YouTube or anything? A little like, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't love having TikTok on my phone, but yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, no, I'm not in love with the idea either, but it is unfortunate because I do feel like their algorithm is the most organic in yeah. some ways. Um, yeah, because I just I feel like I have the most success on there. I, so whether I'm biased for saying that, <laughs> you know, but like in terms of shill for TikTok. Yeah, I do feel like I'm kind of doing that right now. <laughs> I mean, TikTok is the only is the only platform that I get sucked into. Yeah. yeah, like I can find myself like, what the hell am I doing? Why have I been sitting here for 15 minutes? Like I haven't. I was like doing something and now I'm I know, not. I know. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen to me with other ones. It's just that one. Yeah. It happens to me with Instagram. I'll get sucked into like people put on fights. Just it's very <laughs> bad actually. Yeah. Like, no, like street fights. I'll oh my get sucked God. Into just street fights on Instagram. It's bad. It's a recent thing. <laughs> it's just like, cause I'm like, yeah, it's very bad. Cause it's just like, uh, I don't know why I do it, but yeah. Cause it's, kind of terrifying that we have yeah. this, anyway the ability to still just beat each other up Ugh. um anyway yeah yeah
Well, uh, <laughs> so I was going to ask if you wanted to play a song or two from oh. one of your releases. for Son of Andre. So you released five or six uh, things. This, do you going to release yeah, 10 next year? Are you going to keep Maybe. upping yourself? God, I, I probably not. No, oh. uh, no. Cause I, I'm actually kind of taking a break right now. Um, I, I honestly, I don't have an agenda for it. It's just whenever I feel like uh -huh. I want to make something, I just do it. And then yeah. when I don't feel like it, I don't, uh, not right now. I haven't, you know, I'm just kind of letting Peter, I mean, honestly, I've been pulling back a little bit generally sure. from the, uh, social media stuff it's not to say i won't ramp <laughs> ramp it up again yeah but uh but at least right now i haven't been posting as much mm -hmm. uh and so yeah what's next for me i don't know man well because you do those know, covers man. which are cool what the other okay. thing that i like is so everybody should go check out son of anders tick anders tiktok wow but you do <laughs> No, but you do these cool covers that all have like your stamp on them, which is actually what I really like. I I covers that are just watermark. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean your sound. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. The <laughs> they also have that. <laughs> yeah, the TikTok watermark, right? They're like, what is that? Oh, that's just TikTok. <laughs> How does he put that on his videos? That is. <laughs> Imagine if you were like, <laughs> dude, he's got these covers with the lasers wow. and like TikTok has endorsed all of these. That's really what they're saying, isn't it? TikTok that you endorse all my videos. Yeah, you send me a big check. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, there's tons of cool covers on there, so go check them out. I like them. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, yeah. That. Uh, your Pink Floyd ones are sweet. I like the the one with Thank time you. recently you just put Thank up. Thank you. I don't even know if they're recent. I feel like sometimes I see them like three months no, no, after you put them. No, up, no, yeah, no, that's a recent one. Yeah, no, the Pink Floyd ones uh, do well. People like those, and yeah. like Led Zeppelin and Nirvana. It's like I feel like I yeah. can do one from any of those Load bands. Load up on guns. guns. <laughs> I don't know if I've done that. Actually, I actually haven't done that one. 
Oh, nice. Likes team well, because there's there's that like annoying cover of it that goes around TikTok. That guy with that uh, kind of like deep voice. Load up on guns and bring your friends. I don't think I've heard that. Yeah. Anyway, and then I've it goes the, into like a hip hop thing. Jingle, yeah. jingle. It yeah. Right. <laughs> I've heard that. My money is. It, it goes boop 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 boop. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <laughs> because it's buying. It's bits. Okay. Nice. So how yeah. about that? Because it's Bitcoin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So get some, Mr. Moore. <laughs> I have Bitcoin. You think yeah. I don't have Bitcoin? I mean, don't. You, by the way, this is not financial advice. You get some or don't. Well, you're yeah. talking to me. You're not talking about them. I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> right. To nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah. How do we get on that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. So that's. So you go check out his TikTok. Any. <laughs> what, what? What do we got? We got Peter's show. We got Priestly folk. Me and yeah, you, uh, with with a sick. Uh, oh, beat or not? Yeah, we didn't talk about beat or not. Beat or not also is maybe. So beat or not. Is Actually, that's my like. favorite cover. Thank you. Cover. Is it, that's just a drawing. The the image. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. That was that thing. Do you remember that math thing I, I talked to you about like uh, two years ago? Oh, it was like one night. And you're like, can I run this idea by you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was uh, from that whole. Oh, thing, cool. Actually. Um, and then I just, yeah. And then I just sort of messed with it. That's funny. Yeah. I know my dad liked it a lot too. He was surprised. He was like, who did that? I was like, I did. He was surprised. He was like, really? I was like, yeah, well, okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah. 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 But honestly, yeah, I'm pretty graphically, right. uh, pretty graphically terrible. But Me yeah, thank you. Um, the, and that song, that's actually the song that I'll end most of like my lives with. Oh, cool. Be uh, not. Uh, that seems to be that and me and you and insomniac fiend are probably okay. the three favorites of people that mm -hmm. when i like will just play um yeah 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 anyway but yeah yeah so we didn't talk about beat or not there's so much to talk about anthony yeah well if you want to go for it talk about it <laughs> no, i mean uh that's about just existential dread that's all that's all that's good <laughs> that's yeah. all that's it I, um, I feel like that's the theme for this episode. You say something big and then just yeah, boom, yeah. jump it's right on It's just about like the meaningless of life and, you know. <laughs> nice. No, we're, I don't know. Um, and then it's also about probability stuff. Conditioning my probability. Yeah. So, how about that? It's very fun. Very um, fun, yeah. Does that have a video? Because you were, you were putting out a couple videos, too. Because you had one with the pyramid, with the lyrics and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but those are always just lyric videos. They're not, like, yeah. actual videos. I see. Just, okay. Yeah, no, I haven't. I would love to, but it's just, it's kind of the, really, time is the big limiting it's factor. It's a lot of work, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, I don't have time to do, I mean, you know, I, I, I make money doing other stuff. Right. And, right. Uh, and uh, why'd you just wink at me? I, I did I? No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> you were hoping I would so that the bit would work. Um, I should have so, gone with it. I should have yeah. yes-handed you. But anyway, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So everything that I'm doing, um, I don't know. It's just it just is for it what it is. Nice, dude. You made me feel crazy. Just I was like, did I wink? No, you. What? I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What's next for you? What are you doing? Are what you am doing? I doing? Uh, I have I have a single coming out on 
Halloween on the 31st. Mm. Uh, new music oh, video coming out. Yeah. Oh, nice. Just shows. Oh, yeah. You're you tell me about that one. Are you, yeah. Are you going to... You want to give the people a taste? I guess you probably already. Have. Well, they can get a taste on my other podcast. Also, they can they can look me up. I'm gonna make them do work. I'm pro making your audience do work to find you. I think it helps. Oh, I think don't spoon feed them too much. Oh, invest their time. Exactly. It's oh, the same God. as it's the same as why I get into this this conversation with other bands around Austin, where if it's a, a ticketed event. And, you know, you can charge five or 10 or 15 or do a free show. I think five or a free show are mistakes. Hmm. I mean, I think a, a free show is better than five. Five is the worst thing you could possibly charge because it says to the audience that you don't value yourself and you don't think your music's worth anything. Hmm. And you're just like, eh, five. If somebody's going to pay 10 or $15, they're going to stay for a, a while and they're paying to have a good time. And then the opposite side is then it's just on you to put on a good show. But you should be doing that anyway. So. No, it's an interesting point. I wonder, I wonder if anybody's ever thought to do an experiment about it. Because I could see that, yeah. Because you're getting at the whole idea that you're going to value it more if you're paying more and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And I mean, in that sense, uh, uh, yeah, because it's funny. Because getting back to like your thing, you know, we should have... 20,000 people give you a dollar. Right. There's, there are people yeah. that have told me I should put on like my cash app and stuff like that. Yeah. On my, and I just never do because there's part of me that is thinking like, I, I would rather people just listen, mm. but is that devaluing or like on Bandcamp, you have the ability for people to not pay anything. So I am always devaluing my music, but part of it's, again, it's because it's just, you know, it's right. Um, I would just rather people listen to it, but I have the luxury in a sense of looking at it from this perspective, because again, it's like, it, you know, I'm not doing it to make money. Right. Um, I hope that but, that statement, everybody who's listening, is like, we're going to give this guy money. <laughs> <laughs> you just get inundated with cash app requests. And Hey, Anthony, by the way, that's why I said it just between me. and you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Should I wink there? You should wink. Maybe you should uh, we wink. We should both wink. Oh, nice. <laughs> anyway. It's like a super uh, wink, a super blink. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Have I ranted enough? Yeah. Talked about all. But yeah. Is there anything else all? you want to hit? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. We didn't talk about the war. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the war? No. <laughs> we probably shouldn't. <laughs> we should probably. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably for the best. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Oh, Insomniac, uh, Philosopher Queen was, mm. yeah, Insomniac Fiend people seem to like, which is off of Philosopher Queen. Uh -huh. uh, and that's also about it. So what I've noticed, too, is existential stuff people seem to like. Uh, Probably because of things like of the war. What's that? Probably because of things like the war. Everybody's Probably, feeling yeah, yeah. shitty about stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also, I mean, we've, I feel like we've talked about this, but the whole idea of, uh, oh, I guess another thing that I've been doing, right, is I have a, po I, I don't, it's not a regular podcast, but it's, I have like, I'll put up right form videos. Mm -hmm. I've just done maybe six or seven now yeah. talking about consciousness and neuroanatomy. And so, and I think we've also talked about this idea, but I think people are also just interested in it because of this, the, <laughs> the great awakening, right? Of right. Social media everybody's a little bit more conscious and aware and stuff mm, like that right. for a variety of reasons. And so, which I think it makes sense then that, uh, 
people are gonna be interested in existentialism because i yeah right anyway. yeah okay yeah. so yeah now we've <laughs> okay now we've, okay now we've derailed anthony have we i don't think that's derailing oh yeah now that we're talking about your music this is we've derailed yeah. the whole conversation yeah no yeah so that's i mean that, that's all i wanted to say about okay yeah. and then peter's show the most recent one yeah uh, is also supposed to be about like uh supposed to be kind of spooky so oh a good time of year for it spooky exactly exactly so so yeah that's interesting so is there a reason you chose october or halloween to is your oh because my song well the 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 uh the music video is like scary i think i was telling you a little bit about it it's like uh a neon yeah i I have glow paint on my face and i'm making like crazy twitchy faces and right disgusting faces yeah (laughs) i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah when i was recording it with uh with with nate the bass player he was like unsaid he wanted to leave the room he said it was too scary (laughs) <laughs> but then he did like blood coming out of his mouth which almost oh, yeah. made me throw up wow. dude i hate fake blood it's so nasty really Ugh. uh yeah, even seeing ever... it grosses me out hmm. yeah i don't yeah. think i've ever really dealt with it yeah uh. well it's gross yeah. yeah all right well anyway so where do people find you oh geez son of anders everywhere yeah. everywhere uh, but it's always son of Anders with underscore between yeah. them. Yeah. But I think if you just type, I think if you search, I've, I've had luck just searching it. I haven't been shadow banned. That's, that's good. That's good. I guess yeah. you wouldn't know, would you? Like you could well, be way more famous than you are. And it'd be just <laughs> shadow banned. <laughs> yeah, no, certainly. But I think, you know, in like, if you try to search, you have to like search the whole name, you know, like you're not going to. Ah, is like that, that, is that know? a sign of shadow banning? That's a, yeah, that would be a sign. I see. We should do another podcast on how to know if you're shadow banned. Yeah, or just unpopular. You're right. One of the two. <laughs> I'm shadow banned. No, you just suck. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's guy. I keep telling myself I'm shadow banned. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, son of Anders everywhere. And cool. uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Antushka. All right. Cool. Well, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Look up son of Anders. All right, thanks for listening or watching. Be sure to look up Son of Anders and listen to all the music that he has put out in this last year. Also, leave a comment, subscribe, like my channels, do all that stuff, and I will see you next time.